if you have not really focused or started building a Google business presence, I would highly recommend you prioritize that in 2024 for sure. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Happy Friday. You guys, there's a ton of like new additions to the bottom of your uh, Zoom screen. If you pay attention, there's like AI companion, AI summary. So I don't know, take a look at it. It's really cool. I just kind of went a little rabbit hole, just all this stuff down here. Okay. Anyway, um, talk about AI. I mean, AI is the name of the game right now in real estate. Um, so you guys, there was a topic that I kind of had in mind, but um, <laughs> I just kind of changed it this morning. So <laughs> it's what happens once in a while. Um, so we were, we did have on our, on our agenda to kind of talk about like the relevance of social media in your uh, business. I talk about that a lot. So who wants to talk about that? Or what I actually had in mind was I know I've had a lot of questions over the last couple of weeks, especially since I came back last week with like my takeaways from EXPCon. I had a lot of questions about AI. I had a lot of questions about like lead gen. I've got a lot of questions about like systems, a lot of questions about a lot of questions about questions. So I wanted to kind of turn this into more of a Q&A session. Um, you know, what, what, what do you want to know right now? What's like that burning question that you have that I can help answer for you. This is a half an hour free of my time and I will answer any question that you want me to answer. Anybody have any questions right now? Carrie. So I'm building my Google presence. So give me your best tips, tricks on what to do. What I'm already doing is taking pictures, you know, of local restaurants, posting that, throwing my logo on it, um, you know, writing a review to like rank that way. But what else would you suggest us to do to build that? Okay, so when you're doing that, are you doing like reviews for other people? So you're putting on other people's page. So like as a local guide. Kind of. Um, so what it is, it's on my, you'll click on your Google Maps and I will upload it that way. You would like um, hit like contribute and then you can add a photo or add a video and then I'll tag like the restaurant or wherever I'm at. Yeah, that's a that's a good thing. Uh, the other thing I would recommend if you're doing, if you're trying to build your Google business portfolio, first of all, it's something y'all should be focusing on. Right, Google and YouTube are are really where 2024 is going to be. So, if you have not really focused or started building a Google business presence, I would highly recommend you prioritize that in 2024 for sure. Um, a couple of things that you really need to know. Let me actually pull up my profile here. Um, a couple of things I would say that are really important about Google and Carrie, you do so much already. You probably already do all this. So, let me know. Okay. <laughs> Um, but what I would recommend is a, there's a kind of some basics you want to know about Google. And that is that like, you need to get your profile verified. So if you have not had your, if you've not verified your Google profile, you need to do that. So in order to do that, you have to actually apply to have your profile verified. They send you a postcard. You have to then go back and it takes about a week or two. You have to go back in, put in your, put in your, your verification code. Uh, and then they uh, will say, okay, Google verified, blah, blah, blah. And then once you do Google verified, then you can actually run local service ads. Local service ads actually drives people directly to your Google business profile. 
They work really well if you're not in a saturated market like mine. Uh, so Google, uh, Google local service ads in my market are highly, highly, highly expensive, about 150 bucks per click. So they're really expensive in my market. Um, so if you can do organic, uh, I would highly recommend organic. So um, let me kind of show you what our Google profile looks like here. I don't know why it, the screen is black. It's very weird. I don't like the I don't like the nighttime view on iPhone or Google or anything. And I don't know why it is right now. But whatever. Here we are. Okay. So um, first of all, I would make sure that in your profile name you have your actual city in your profile name. So mine is Linnea Carver Home Team Tacoma Real Estate Team. So make sure that's that's there. And the the so the, the keyword here is Tacoma Real Estate. So those are really important. The other thing is I would make sure that you go in and update your um, hours. Uh, but because like the thing is, um, Google wants to know that you're a real person behind your hours. So if you say open 24 hours, it's highly likely that you're a bot and not a person or that you haven't actually taken a look at your profile. So I'd make sure you actually update your hours to the time you actually work. My team is expected to work seven days a week. I do not work weekends. So my team works Saturday and Sunday and they're expected to be available from uh, 10 to seven on Saturdays and Sundays. So that means that with my people call through my company number, they will get a phone call. The other thing that I would make sure is that you have, if you have a team of people or you have someone else who helps you with phone calls, I would make sure you have a number on your Google profile that other people can pick up. I get a lot of calls through Google profile and it goes to this number and myself and Ryan are the two that pick it up. Um, so I think that's also really important. A couple other things is make sure you actually have your um, categories and products in your Google profile. So your, your products are always going to be your listings, right? This is a really great place to post listings. You can actually go in and put in um, you put in um, your um, links to the squeeze page for the listings. I think that's really important. Uh, and then the other thing is to update, you know, make sure you have homes for sale. I have lists here. You can apply to get, uh, you can click to get li links for homes in Tacoma, waterfront homes, whatnot. The other thing that I always put in here is my... Um, um, categories. So I have sold homes, homes for sale. I think we're still trying to work on why there's a couple other categories I actually have in here. They're not appearing here. So my team's working on it behind the scenes, trying to figure that out. But, uh, my, my categories include like my buyer's guide, my seller's guide, my dream method, right? That's all there. So people can go directly from my Google profile to there. Um, the other thing I highly recommend is making sure that you actually use your uh, Google profile like a, uh, social media channel. So you can actually update photos, um, add, sorry, add photos here. Uh, and you can have people call you directly from the photo, but this is essentially what it looks like. So we repurpose our content that comes from uh, Instagram. We repurpose all of that here. Um, we also make sure we post all of our open houses, whether or not we're hosting it um, or we know someone else who's hosting it. Anytime we're doing any marketing on any event, it's always like blown out here. We post out, we post all of our events on here as far as like uh, community events. Uh, any, anytime we're going to make an appearance somewhere, uh, you know, I have my Dream Method webinar that's on here as an event. So I think those are a couple of other things you should be doing with Google Business. And then the number, number, number one is get reviews, get reviews, get reviews. My goal is to get to 100 by the end of the year. We have a long way to go. So I have a client event coming up. Um, next week, actually. And the big thing with that is I'm going to push everybody to write me a Google review. So with the Google reviews, the things that you have to remember is that you want your people that are writing you reviews to be very clear about what you help them with. So I coach them through what to write on my Google review. Linnea, using Linnea to sell our home of 27 years in Northeast Tacoma. 
right? So I tell them, hey, please make sure you write sell my home in Northeast Tacoma, right? Because you want Google to be able to catch that keyword and promote you. So those are a couple of like the the big tips like uh, that I would say. Uh, and then the other thing with re- with Google reviews is go through if you if you have a bunch of reviews and you haven't done this, go through and like them. Okay, have your friends like them, just like them, and then make sure you go back and respond to them. And then when you respond to them, make sure that you say what you help them with: selling your home in Tacoma. Right. You got to say, you know, we sold your home in Tacoma, best real estate team in Tacoma. Uh, you know, thank you for letting me help you buy a home in Tacoma. Right. So you want to make sure that you're you're saying very clearly what you help them with and you need to respond within 24 hours. Those are my big like top tips about Google business. Hey, Linnea, when you're put when you're posting on there, you just post an image and then a link to your website? Are you driving them back to your website or back to social media? Let me show you what that looks like. So um, let's see, for example, let's say we go here and we want, although I don't know where our listings are at. What's going on here? Okay, so this one's now pending, but um, so what'll say what'll happen is we actually do visit site, right? And once they visit site, it actually takes them away, but then it takes them into the squeeze page. So the KB Core squeeze page. So um, the thing that the thing that you want to remember is um, uh, you Google is SEO. It's super SEO friendly. So you want to make sure that this the landing page that you're guiding to from from uh, your Google profile is is SEO optimized. So the Google business page itself does not need to be for, for this particular piece. This doesn't have to be as SEO optimized as the landing page. So you want to make sure that the landing page or the squeeze page you're taking them to. Um, okay, fine. <laughs> is SEO optimized. Okay. Okay. KV core. I'm not going to log in. I'm not logging in. Does that answer your question, Philippe? Yeah. And then um, I heard that you can only do 30 second videos on here as well. Yep. Um, and you can't do them as updates. You actually have to post them to your profile. So if you go into photos here, oh shoot, where are they? Uh, hold on. So if you actually scroll through them here, like you can do stuff like this. So that's all you can do. So you can do like a TikTok style video and I would actually highly recommend it. Um, I do, I put a lot of my Instagram videos on here. I also post videos of clients on here. <laughs> Funny thumbnail, uh, but that's how you do it. So you don't is that, actually- Is that linked to something as well? Does it go to a link or it's just, oh. it stays there? Okay. Yeah, it's literally just like branding essentially is what it is. Okay. So it, it's just like the more you have on your Google profile, the more active you are on there, the more Google likes you. I also heard uh, Jason Pantana just said that um, you can now add all of your links, your social uh, media links on there too now. Oh, you can actually add them now? Yeah, they just changed that. Oh, so you can, you can add all of your own social links now. Which God, is- that was so frustrating because before it was like, if, your phone, if there was one thing off, you couldn't. So now I've got to do that. Okay, Ryan, please add that to your checklist to get that done today, please. Thank you. I know Ryan's on the call so and he manages this. So uh, Ryan, if you can go ahead and uh, add that to your, your to-do list. Love it. But yeah, that's what I would say with Google. Those are kind of like the top tips. But the first and foremost we need to be doing is getting reviews, 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 reviews. Just go after reviews. It doesn't matter how much, how cool your profile is. Reviews are what people want to see. 
I don't even share like in my marketing materials, I don't even share with um, anyone anything other than my Google reviews. So I mean, that's just like driving to it. And I'll give you guys a little tip about how to get reviews if you're struggling. Okay. So um, I just got one uh, last night. I'm getting older writing it today. Uh, <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, when you have a client who's happy, that's the best time to get a review. Right. The worst time to get a review is the day of closing. Do you all agree with that? Because the day of closing, they're like, I'm closing on my house. I got all these million things to do. That's the worst time to get a review. The best time to get a review is throughout the transaction through each different milestone, right? So um, what we do is um, we will tell our clients, like last night, here's exactly how, here's a really good example. We've been on the market for two weeks. Uh, we had an offer on the first week on market. I was actually at EXP when it happened. Um, and we actually decided to decline the offer. It was a full price offer, but the buyer wanted a bunch of work done based on the seller's pre-inspection. The sellers declined the offer. Uh, then we sat on the market for a week, uh, another week. And I was like, oh, shoot. So we didn't... Um, we we didn't get any other offers except for we got one yesterday and it was full price, but then they wanted closing costs. And so my sellers were like, ooh, you don't really want that. And anyway, they were kind of stressed out about maybe they should have taken that first offer, right? There's that doubt in their mind, right? But what happened is we get them in contract yesterday and we find the exact perfect buyer that they want. So as they're texting me, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Thank you so much. And I was like, aren't you glad we found the perfect buyer for you? They said, yeah. And I was like, isn't that exactly what you wanted? I said, yeah. I said, cool. Can you do me a huge favor? Can you please write that and then paste it right here in this link? And so I sent the link to them, the Google profile link to them. And they're like, absolutely. So while they are happy is when you get them to write the review. While they are happy. Do not wait till the end. Because if you wait till the very end, right? It's like, oh, well... Now I'm going to try to remember. And then you feel like you're chasing them. It's like, who is, I hate chasing people. I hate it. I hate it. But when they're happy, I'm like, hey, could you please write? Thanks, Linnea, for helping us sell our Tacoma home. We found the perfect buyer, which is exactly what we wanted. Right? It's a great Google review. That's, exa that's exactly what they wanted. Right? That's what people want to hear. They should found us exactly what we wanted. So if you want more reviews, don't wait till the end. Ask them when they're happy. And ask them via text message and have your links saved into your notes app on your phone. My links are all saved into a notes app on my phone. I just click right to it. I'm like, hey, could you do me a favor? And paste that right here into this. That's how you get reviews fast. Um, Alex actually made a really good point. You don't want to do too many posts on Google in one day or else Google is going to be like, bye, they don't like you. The trick is really to do like maybe one a day. He said three to four today. I don't actually think that's... I am going to kind of just counter that a little bit and say, I think it's actually less. Uh, I think it should be no more than one every 24 hours while you are building. Once you started to build and you're consistent on it, then you can add a little bit more. But if you're just starting to build your Google profile, be careful and don't don't flag. Don't go, don't go too quickly. Which Alex is this? Is this Alex Mayer or is this Alex Mendel? Which Alex is this that I'm talking to? Alex Mayer. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hi, Alex. <laughs> um, Nina. Linnea, I have a question to add on to that, to what you just talked about. So which program do you use for um, for reviews? Uh, Google Business. Use Google Business. Okay. And is it and, and to get a review, I mean, do we just literally after we sign up and do all of that, that we have to get verified, just send them that link specifically and they do it. OK, 
That's the most important thing on Google business. The most important thing is reviews. If you got nothing else on Google business, get reviews. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Is there an action item to get them to do the review at the client event? Yeah, Kim, that's a great question. Are you still here? I don't even see your face. I'd probably see your name somewhere, but uh, is there an action item to get them to do the review at the client event? The answer is absolutely yes. So um, when we're at the client event, uh, we have QR codes, which I think will probably be done uh, today, right? I'm hoping. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, so we have QR codes and what happens is the QR codes are on a table tent at every event. And we're saying, hey, um, write us a review. Please write, a, pre, please write us a five-star review about your experience working with us. We have a couple of keywords we kind of coach them on. If you do, uh, we will enter you to win and we have a prize, right? And we'll give them two entries for um, a video testimonial. So one entry for a written review, two entries for a video testimonial. Um, and that's what we do. Uh, because the, the reality is like, they're there, they're happy, right? Again, get reviews when they're happy, get reviews when they're excited. Don't try to chase them down for reviews. But reviews are like the biggest, biggest thing. So that's the action item. Okay, Brittany asks, I know with listing presentations, the key is to win before you arrive. But what is your order of operations when you get there? What do you make sure you share every time? So guys, I'm going to give you a quick tip. I don't have listing presentations. I do listing conversations. I actually, uh, all of my presentation is done prior to the time I actually get there. So by the time I'm actually getting there, all I'm doing is talking to the seller about um, like honing in on their goals, getting a visual of their house, and then going over the market with them um, and explaining to them my pricing presentation. So um, I use the Focus First pricing tool. Focus 1ST. If you have not used it before and you're doing a bunch of other things, I would highly recommend not doing it right now. Uh, but it is the absolute best pricing tool I have ever used. I have never missed a price since I've used it. Never. Not once. I've also never not gotten a listing presentation since I've used it. It makes you look like you are a freaking genius with your clients, right? There's so this tool is very, very, very it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm so, so that's really all I've heard me. I'm sorry. Can you repeat what that was called again? I didn't focus understand. First. Focus, focus first. Focus. Focus 1ST. Focus first. That is what I recommend. It is a pretty complex pricing tool. So if you are, um, like I said, if you're doing a bunch of other things, I'm not, I'm going to say don't add this on. But if you really want to hone in and you really want to be a pricing expert, which is my goal, I, I am a pricing expert. Okay. I, I hold myself, I have a lot of confidence in my ability to price a home. I don't ever miss it. Okay. So, um, and I will tell you that the reason why is because I use, I do a lot of analysis up front. So the only thing I'm ever presenting at a listing conversation is a price range. It's all I'm ever presenting. I don't even talk final price with the client until we're like two days before. I never give people a price because you don't know what's going to happen. What's the condition of their home? What if they tell you they're going to do all this stuff and they don't do anything? And you tell them, okay, we're going to list it here. But then all of a sudden you don't do anything. And now it has to look like a fixer, right? You can't, you can't do that. So when I go into a listing conversation, um, I'm, I'm literally just presenting myself as a pricing expert. That's it. So they have all my marketing materials before they have, we've, we've had, cause I do a, um, a seller pre-qualification. Uh, so I'll actually call my sellers 24 hours before a listing appointment and I'll get all of those questions out of the way. What are your goals? When do you want to sell? How much do you want your mortgage? Blah, 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 blah. All that stuff. I get all that out of the way before I even get there. 
So by the time I go into the conversation, I'm literally like, hey, let's walk around. Let's take a look. Cool. Okay. Here's it. Here's your options. Here's what I think we can do for you. Um, and here's what I think the range of your price of your of your houses. The other thing is that when I am going into a listing conversation, I don't have a marketing plan in mind. Cause I don't know what the house is gonna look like. Unless I've done a walkthrough, which I haven't usually, right? I don't have a marketing plan in mind. What I do is I walk through with a video, by the way, I have a camera. They all know, cause I tell them 24 hours in advance, be prepared, I'm gonna come through with video. And I walk through a house with video. I talk to them on video. I'm literally recording the entire conversation. What I do is I say, cool. So here's what I'm thinking, you know, based on based on what I've discovered in pricing. This is where I think the range of houses. I think it's probably gonna fall somewhere in here. Really depends on the timing of the market, a couple of things. There's probably gonna be a variance of five to fifteen percent, really depending on a few, few different factors, right? So that's what I tell them. And then um I say, so what we want to do is we got to figure out where on this range you want to be. Where do you want to be on this range? You're always going to say up here. We're always going to say up here. Cool. Okay. In order for you to be up here, I'm, I'm going to make a couple recommendations. But in order for me to give you the best recommendations, I'm not going to be able to give it to you today. Okay. I'm not, I don't get a listing agreement signed at the time of the listing appointment. That's not what I do. Because the reality is by the time they're calling me, they've already know they're going to hire me anyway. Just because like most of the time when people are coming to me, they're coming to me through my marketing. They're coming to me through social media. They're coming to me through some other organic channels. So by the time I'm actually going to the house, they've already hired me. Um, if I'm in if I'm in competition with another agent, I do the exact same thing. Like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you tomorrow what I'm going to do for you. To give you the best possible experience, I need to actually go and reevaluate this video. Okay, And I actually go home and I'll watch it. One time it took me an hour and every single time I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, there's something else, right? It's a lot easier when you can actually go back and reflect on it versus if you're at a house, you're trying to get the listing and you're trying to tell them exactly everything that they need to do and you're going to miss something. Like I went to a listing appointment the other day and this guy is a complete hoarder. And I was like, okay, well, I think, you know, if you want to have me give you something today, I think you need to declutter the house. But as I'm watching the video, I'm like, oh, we need to fix that hole in the wall. We need to fix that rotted wood there, right? And those are little things that I didn't see while I was there. So the listing conversation is literally all about me explaining what a pricing expert I am. <laughs> I am. Like showing my expertise in pricing, but then like really getting more information about their house and then coming back to them later. Does that answer your question, Brittany? She's still here. I don't see her. She asked that question. I don't think she's here. Cool. All right. Oh, there she is. <laughs> we just answered Brittany's question and she's not here. Okay. Um, all right. So any other questions? Any other thoughts on any of that? Can you talk about your YouTube strategy? YouTube strategy. <laughs> because I'm just getting, I'm just now like, okay, I'm going to delve in. Okay, so here's the deal, you guys. YouTube, so I got into YouTube in 2020. We're in 2023. Yeah, 2022, I got super into YouTube, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go after YouTube. 
I don't know, you guys, I'm busy. I got like five businesses I run, right? Like real estate, real selling houses is just one piece of my business. And I was like, okay, it's taking me eight hours to write one YouTube video. So here's what I'm going to be doing, Philippe. I'll tell you what I have done. It didn't work for me, but then I'll tell you what I'm going to be doing. Okay, this is kind of how we're switching. So what I have done is I've gone through and I've done a bunch of talking head video where I have the camera and I have a teleprompter. I'm like, ah, let me do all the research, the pros and cons of living in Bonnie Lake. You know, my... um, my um you know, what all the things you're supposed to do, like the best things about living here, or why I moved here, don't move here, like all those things, right? Um, and, and it worked. I mean, I definitely got traction on YouTube. I got a lot of people calling me, you know, a, a lot of that. Um, and what I was finding is that I actually was spending about 20 hours a week on a video. And I'm talking like from the research to the filming to the having to go out and get B-roll to all the things. And I was like, God, this is like... Not paying off. Okay. And then I actually did a couple videos. I had a, I had a couple of videos that I had done prior to really going after YouTube uh, that weren't really, that really didn't take that much attention at all. Like I literally, one of them, you know, it was for a listing. So I had my videographer come with me, but we literally just toured the island and I didn't have any script. I was just talking about, oh my gosh, let's go play on that slide. Let's go play on that zip line. I was just like going out and having fun. And that one video for a $10,000 listing got me eight listings. The video that I spent the least amount of time on, on YouTube. Okay. That it wasn't, I was not in my desk. I was not going, okay, move to Bonnie Lake because of this. Here's the cost of living. Those things are important, but that's like, that was what I was doing so much of my time on. So my strategy now is, you know, and we do a lot of home tours as part of, as part of our social media strategy, we do home tours. And what I have been finding as I watch a little bit more YouTube is that that vlog video is the best performing content. So what we'll be doing is more vlogs, probably three to four a week of, you know, just vlogs of our neighborhood, vlogs of our video and very, very, very little edits. So um, what I've what I have seen, because there is actually one agent in my neighborhood, in my market, who is really, really, really successful on YouTube. I mean, he he's closing probably 27 deals this year from YouTube. Yeah. And all he does, and I'll give you his channel. Um, I'm going to tell him, like, if you get more followers, this doesn't mean just so you guys know, I'll give you his channel. But um, he, all he does is vlog. He does a couple, he does like one or two a month that are talking head videos, like pros and cons or like, you know, best places to eat or whatnot. But really he does vlog, vlog, vlog. So that is the strategy that we're moving toward is three to four vlogs a week with little editing. Because um, I think it gives you a, a, a more of an opportunity to be more authentic because you're not reading a script. And it's like, oh, I like your vibe. I like your energy because it's just you talking instead of being so scripted, right? Yeah. And the other thing that I'll be honest with you that I was finding with like the people that were coming to me from the talking head, like educational style versus the ones who were coming to me from like the blog style, their thinking was a little bit different. I've I've been able to, I've, from the educational piece, I've attracted a lot of people who are just kind of like, Maybe, maybe not the the price point that I want, which is fine, you know, but some people just straight up don't qualify and they want me to hold their hand the entire time. So I think the educational piece was kind of giving the vibe that yes, I'm, I can help you, but uh, it's going, it's they're just a lot longer of a decision making process. Whereas the people that came to me from the vlog style, they were like, I didn't even talk to them. One of them was like, do you want to sell my house? I was like, sure. <laughs> 
okay, like, cool. You want to sell my house? Cool. Like, cause they already see, they just see my personality. They see my confidence. They see, they see my energy. Right. And so that was to me was like, I'm like, okay, that just, hello, the writing's on the wall. That's what we're doing. So. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Pat's asking, will you ever have a Friday hundred huddle where you go through the focus first program? I have it, but I, uh, but I think I'm use I'm not using it to its fullest. Is that your question? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I can, I can sure if people, if people are using focus first, uh, I can show you how I use it. Uh, but I will tell you it's freaking awesome. I love it. I love it, but it's really confusing. So like if you haven't used it before, okay. I know, I know people who have tried to use it and they stopped using it because it's very confusing. It's a completely, you have, your brain has to completely shift. You have to learn how to price homes again, but this is the best. Um, this is the best, um, pricing tool I've ever used. Um, okay. So let me find the channel. Let me show you his channel. Hold on. Let me find it here. You guys are asking what Austin's channel is. God, he's gonna, he's gonna owe me for this one. He and I actually, he, when he first moved here, he actually, he and I talked a lot and he was like, what are you doing on YouTube? And I told him and this guy, he like went and did everything I told him. I was like, oh, good for you. I'm not giving you any other strategies. I'm kidding. Okay, I, sh- I still talk to him all the time, but uh, let me see if I can find him for you here. So it's right here, you guys. He is, this is like awesome content. He does awesome, awesome YouTube channel. He closed a ton from YouTube. Okay, so on a vlog, you're just walking around giving neighborhood stats and being... No, I'm not even giving neighborhood stats. I don't even talk about neighborhood stats. I don't talk about stats. No one here, no one cares about stats. Unless they're actually like thinking about selling the house. I talk about like, like the one that did really well for me. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I was talking about just like what I would do with the property, like where, like it's a vacant, it's a vacant piece of land. This listing was a $10,000 piece of land. Um, I got it. It was a referral from another agent. And they're like, Hey, we want to list this. And I was still new. It was fairly new. It was like my first year in the business. I was like, sure, I'll take a $10,000 listing. Right. Cause like, for me, I was like, okay, what's the potential of a $10,000 listing? And I'm so glad I did it. Cause it's resulted in eight listings that I've never had to fight for. Um, so, but that one was literally just walking around, just talking about what I would do with the, Um, Let me find it for you real quick here. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what I, the other thing that I do with my YouTube is I just, I just, I literally just like show it. The ones that do the best for me, you guys find, follow me on YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. Um, Milu, can you get my YouTube channel and put it in there while I'm looking for. um, I'm trying to to get it loading. So I'll share it. Thank you. So this is the one. There are two that I did about this this land. Anderson Island is a tiny land. It's tiny. Like over here, it's like it's like that big. It's like a tiny piece. I sold so many properties on that piece on that island because of this one video. So this is the video that I did that literally got me the most amount of views, most amount of listings. Eight views, eight listings from that one video. I just put in the in the chat for you. Um, okay. So there you go. And actually the YouTube channel, my YouTube channel actually has a, has a custom link. So I don't know if that's the right one. Milo, it's this one right here. It's actually, I think it's also in our notion dashboard. 
Oh, sorry. I just like grabbed it. Great there. Here's my YouTube channel right there. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So um, that would that's what I would say with YouTube. All right. Are there any other questions? Andrea said, Alex, your message about posting Google pics of reviews. Google doesn't get mad that there are so many words on the picture. Posting pics of reviews. What did Alex say? Is he still here? He's not here. Alex, what did Alex, what was Alex's I'll comment? tell you, I'll tell you, Linnea, so you don't have to search. He Thank posted you. that he takes pictures of his Google reviews and names them with like an SEO keyword, names the file, and then posts those on Google, on his Google My Business page, which is an awesome idea. I just thought Google gets mad if there's too many words on the picture that you're posting. Like they don't like that. Maybe that's old. Hat. Yeah, Google, Google kind of like, um, kind of like Instagram and Facebook, they change their, their algorithm all the time. So I don't know, that might be an old thing. I haven't heard that before, though. I'd be interesting to know. I, I heard that probably two, three years ago. I'm just going to try it because I have yeah. some great reviews. So hey, why like, if it works for someone else, things. try it and see what happens. There I mean, you go. It, the thing is, it's not like Facebook, where you're going to get locked in Facebook and Google jail for 30 days. They're just going to suppress your profile for a minute. And as long as you do what they want you to do, they'll, they'll start showing it again. So it's like, you might as well. I think I think the best the best thing with Google and with YouTube is that like anything you can do to be keyword and SEO friendly is going to be really helpful. So, okay, well, we are out of time. Thanks, you guys. This is some pretty good questions. Um, and um, I don't I don't know if you all all, all heard, but I do have a course that I'm teaching now. And I, yeah, I'm going to plug it every time I can, because you know what? It's awesome. Yesterday, if you were here yesterday, if you were on that yesterday, speak up. Was that not awesome? Did you not learn a ton? So I see a couple of you are here, like James there. Ashley was yeah. there. Did you did you learn a ton yesterday? Yes, indeed. Notes galore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you guys, I'm teaching people. I'm now teaching my actual social media content strategy. It's beyond just posting a market update on Monday, blah, blah, blah. It's my con my actual social content strategy, including the content funnel, what you need to be posting, when you need to be posting it, and how to capitalize on it. Um, and so, uh, I'm teaching that uh, now. It is not... It is closed. This month, this month's uh, uh, workshop is closed, but Milu just put the uh, registration link in there if you want to get more information. It doesn't open again until November, uh, but it will definitely be worth the wait because there's a ton of info in there. So, all right, you guys, thank you so much. Everyone have a great week and we'll see you next week. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.